Hi, this is John Ruland of Spider Goat Games, and you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. look out the viewport you see a dark blue landscape with tall tree-like things and blue and green mists swirling around visibility is really bad it is it's hard to see more than 10 meters shit and the air is constantly in motion shadows move around constantly it's like you're you're constantly thinking that you saw something and then the air moves and it's just it's just the air itself here dense blue and green thick clouds that sort of swirl past each other and they cause visual uh uh i don't know um god what's the word i'm looking for um distortions yeah distortions optical illusions you think you see something and then a minute later it's gone this is gonna be uh is there some sort of radar I can flip on? There is. That would sort of like at least give some sort of a this heads-up display to kind of temper those illusions. <laughs> Activating scanners and display. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of shit, Reggie Jojo. We want to see. I'd like to just kind of like get you to kind of scan the area. Okay. The, the viewport itself now sort of fades. The contrast is boosted and blue and green is filtered out. So Jesus now you're. Nash. Did you see that? I, I did see that. They spared no expense for sure. Oh. So now you're looking at a bunch of trees. It looks like a dark forest, not too unlike an earth forest. Super tall trees, hundreds and hundreds of them, and a rocky hill leading up to the right. And just on top of that hill, not 50 meters away, is a white dome, 12 meters in diameter. Void dome. Okay, good. All right, I go clock. Or whatever. All right. That makes makes sense. They put it on high ground so they could at least try to see. Although I guess with the way this atmosphere is, it's, it's, not, it's, not, real, it's not real high ground. It's just like you know, I don't know, fifty feet up. I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and do a flyby. But uh, you know what, uh, um, Reggie Junior, is there? Um, do you have atmospheric scans you can run? Do you have any sort of chemical sensor? Good call. Scanners activated. And you see a bunch of information scroll by the holographic display. You don't even recognize the names of most of these chemicals. And there are lots of question marks. Question mark. There are Yeah, there are multiple unknown chemicals in the atmosphere. Jesus. Uh, Reggie Jr., can you pinpoint, uh, like, he'll, like, scroll up on the screen and, like, just stop one, you know, expand it, tap on it, you know, it has a question mark on it. You, you can't, you don't know what this is? Multiple chemical compounds within the environment here are comprised of molecules which have not been identified on Earth. Huh. Reggie looks to National Jewels. How would they know that the slip suits can handle the environment if they don't even know what the environment is? Fingers crossed. I mean, we've got backups. I mean, if we see a degradation in the suit, we come back here, we abort this mission. I'm not going to put us at risk. Reggie Molecular density and size is of sufficient uh, width 
to be strained out by the filters built into the slip suit microfiber filters. You should have no problem. Thank you, Reggie Jr. That was good information. You answered a question before I could say it. Well, actually, Nash asked it, how, or maybe you did. How would, they, how would they know? They don't know what these molecules are, but they know that they're large enough so that your, your suit's filtration system should be able to keep them out. All right. Okay, that's good information. Thank you. Um, all right. Do we want before to, we, before we get even out of the ship... You want to send the drone out and let's Hell, see what we can find. Hells yes. And see if it's even going to last. It's got to do a recon. See what we can see. Yep. We'll send it up the hill to the dome, scout around the dome. If there's bodies outside the dome, our job is done. Pretty much. Good call. The drone goes out. You're watching the visual display. You see something about the size of a large dog. Um, and it's moving past the dome on the other side, and then it moves away from the dome. It's sort of shambling. Huh. Well, that's unsettling. Well, I mean, they did say there was things here. Mobile things. <laughs> well, I mean, something that we can shoot, if need be. Yeah, you can tell from the, from the view coming back from the drone that um, in addition to uh, the the small hill with the dome on it. You're, uh, I mean, outside of that small hill, you're in a, a relatively low area. It's it's a valley, and although you do see a lot of trees outside, there's actually a lot less foliage here than there is on most of the 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 land surrounding. So this area where the dome is is roughly circular, about 50 meters across and has only a few trees in it, which is probably part of the reason it was selected for the, the dome's placement. Okay. Um, and no no bodies outside the dome. Dome doesn't look like it's been gashed, destroyed. There's no big holes in it. The flyby of the dome shows that the Viber 5 is holding. There are no gashes. There are no signs of human life. All right. Um, or dead humans, for that matter. Right. Yeah, yeah. Not, not inside or anything? Uh, oh. it, it can't scan inside. It's giving that's you a visual display. All right, all right cool. Okay, um, I mean, that's at least a positive thing. Yep. All right. Um, how how far does the the scan, the radar scan, go out to? Is there any structure, uh, other hill, um, you know, a hole in the ground, anything that, that stands out on that other scan? It goes out for 100 meters in all directions. It covers the, the clearing where the dome is, as well as on the other side of you, it goes another 100 meters. It's all forest, uh, dense, wet moss covering the ground, and lots and lots of tall trees. The further out you move, the denser the trees are, but you see no signs of life. All right. Um, I say we keep the drone on point. Uh, let's get geared up and head out to the dome. Let's inspect the dome. Maybe it left a note. Maybe there's some communication or something that's been left there. We've got to hit the knowns first. Doing it. Let's do it. Suit up. Montage of the suit up. <laughs> can we, I'm assuming we can leave the ship on alert. Sure. Okay. So uh, Nash would just say, uh, Reggie Jr., we will be exiting uh, the ship 
Uh, please stay on alert. Uh, keep comms open. Uh, we will call you if we need you. Roger that. If anything unexpected happens here, please alert us. I will alert you should anything occur to my sensor array. Excellent. Reggie Jr., thank you. You are very welcome. Okay, see? It's got the ability to for, for that sort of level of social communication. All right, there's potential here. That's good. <laughs> and then Reggie, Reggie walks out. All right, you step in the ground, and it's squishy. It's wet. It's sort of indigo in color. There's a thick layer of moss under your feet. It's like purplish blue. And now that you're not looking through the windscreen, you're uh, it's spooky, right? There's like moving mist all around you. If you get more than 10 feet away from each other, you have to squint to make out the other guy. Yeah, this is eerie. Look, stay close, super close. Oh, yeah. Oh, we have our weapons, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're completely geared out. Yeah. <laughs> everything. We're over carrying huge backpacks with everything we could possibly need. Yeah. All right. Move up to the Vido. Yes. Okay. Let me share that with you again. Um, so so uh, do we have like um, not like the uh, the, the Nukem thing with the, the wrist? I don't know what the fuck that is. Fallout thing. Uh, I'm assuming we have some sort of ability to, yeah, yeah to um, pinpoint with GPS where the ship is located, where the dome is located, so we don't get lost? Yeah, you've got a map, and you can tag the map. Okay. <laughs> we do so. <laughs> the, the, the tag is like a little flag, and it has our team insignia on, which we'll need to create now. Uh, the loose guns? The loose guns. <laughs> I, I like that. I don't remember that. We did this already. No, I don't. Yeah. Okay. My bad then. I so don't. There's a gun. And yeah. Like, I don't. I don't remember any insignia, but that's what you called yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So this, yeah. it's the loose guns. <laughs> loose guns. I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud to have been a part of a part of that and not remember it. <laughs> Can I make a forest survival check, or is this too far afield from like what would be? Uh, yeah, uh, you can go ahead and make one. What are you attempting to? Suss out here. Um, just to look uh, for like tracks to see if there's like tire tracks go off in a direction, feet prints that go off in a certain direction. Um, just to get a sense of you know while we're walking up to the dome, you know how well traffic that's been, you know if there's like animal spore, like any anything that would stand out. Okay, yeah, you can go ahead and make that roll. You you need to beat six. Oof. I got a seven. Well, if I can add my four survival, I don't know if it's. Yeah. Okay. I got a seven. Nice. I did it. <laughs> we survived. <laughs> uh, you do see several areas, most notably the one where you recently saw, where the drone saw that shambling thing, mm -hmm. where the moss on the ground has been depressed slightly and is covered by sort of a slimy trail. Uh, you see a few others, but none right near the dome, which, by the way, is glowing from inside with sort of a, a dim, translucent yellow light. So it's semi-translucent. Okay. Um, and no other... It's actually no other the, only, the only source of white light that uh, on this planet is the dome itself. And it's kind of like, it's like a 10-watt yellow light bulb. 
Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I mean, he he points out the tracks to Reggie. I mean, they saw the thing on the on the drone cam, and he's like, "Ah, it's." I know we really want to keep a lookout for this. Uh, yeah, you see a few other paths, but nothing coming within the cleared area around the dome. Okay. Um, so I, there I'm are not... life forms that have recently moved around in this area, but nothing's come real close. Okay. So he just says then that uh, you know I don't I don't see a lot of like. Our tracks, human tracks. I mean, it looks like some other things have kind of moved through here. See the slimy thing? That's that, whatever that dog thing was. Um, All right. We'll just keep a lookout for that. Frosty. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he takes like a last, like, sort of like look around and then, you know, grabs the cart <clears throat> and swipes it into the dome. All right. The airlock door slides open. You guys step in. It is yeah, a very, he- very small room. With okay. a door on the other side, and a couple switches on the walls, and some vents. This is an airlock. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, he closes the outer door. Does this need to be operational? As soon as the outer door closes, you feel the pressure change. You feel gases being sucked out. You feel gases being pumped in. You guys are being sprayed with something, and the pressure's changed. It's increased slightly. Hmm. All right. Well, this that makes sense. Does this seem normal for an airlock? Uh, yeah, you the air out the atmospheric pressure outside is a little bit low. It's like 0.9, I believe. So uh, you feel that the the blue and green clears away really quickly, and the air returns to normal air visibility. Okay. And then you feel the pressure on your skin increase just a little bit, back to normal Earth atmospheric pressure. Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> so I'll make sure it was normal. <laughs> Yeah, Nash um, hits yeah. the inside button to let us in then once it equilibrates. All right. The inside button, uh, you hit the inside button, the inside door slides open. And as soon as that happens, a robot flailing its thick mechanical arms comes hurtling towards you, screaming in a mechanical voice, Identify! Identify! Move, move, move! <laughs> okay, you both need to make grace rolls at this point. <laughs> P to three. Danger. Will Robert. Um Grace rolls. I mean I, I rolled a, f- a five on the die, but if I can add athletics. Yeah, you can add seven. athletics. Yeah. Seven. Well, if we're gonna add athletics, which technically might, I'm also at a seven. Hell yeah. Well, those are both yes ands. You both managed to dodge out of the This thing was trying to hit you. We said yeah. do it. Dodge out of the way. Tell me, tell me what the and is. Uh, <laughs> we combined our ands to we subdue the fuck out of this thing. I was going to say, like, yeah, like, I, I shoulder roll right, you go left, and then come up behind it and, like, you know, like, hit the back of it where, like, the, the I know it's not like an on-off switch, but, you know, where, like, the, the yeah. safety mechanism is... <laughs> to like turn it off in case it malfunctions. Nice work. All oh, right. Yeah. It powers down. What the fuck? Jesus. This is a service bot. The ends of its thick mechanical arms are like an array of screwdrivers and wrenches and tools. I mean, it was saying identify, but it was coming to attack. I don't, I mean, he like looks around to see like if anybody's unconscious, like the thing freaked out and like knocked out the crew. 
we just win? Did we win? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they're right there. Well, it's fine. We deactivated yeah, the robot. We, did it. we figured you're, it out. You're right now in that in that hallway area between room two and room four. Yes. Uh, you don't see any humans around, but you do see some paper and trash on the floor. Huh. Uh, Nash steps forward and you know just yeah. picks up like a random piece of paper or two, three pieces of paper. Okay, this is a, a resources report, uh, which has been um, a bunch of things have been crossed off, and somebody has written some some notes about the next shipment of resources, and then it was crumpled and thrown to the floor. There are a couple tubes, uh, food tubes, drink tubes, just thrown randomly about. Huh. Well, I mean... Are they empty? Yeah. Some kind of madness, maybe? Like something in the, something in the environment? The, 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 um, the robot there, we, we've disabled it, right? Yeah. Can we reactivate it in a safe way, in safe mode to converse with it? Well, I have electronics. I was going to do that, but oh, oh, that's yeah. That was that's that would be what. Yeah, maybe we should reactivate it in safe mode to converse with it. Yeah, I mean, I could I could give it a try. Uh, I mean, at least in this particular situation, it might be good to see if it's got any information. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I wonder if we could just like plug it into the well. If it's corrupted, I don't want to plug it into the console. Well, let's remove its arms and let's remove its legs. And uh, you'll just have its, uh, what is it? What's in the what's in the middle of it? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't have legs. It has wheels. Let's just take the wheels off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. If we want to take the wheels off. I mean, maybe take the arms off. That that kind of makes sense. Do you want to look around first before we start to dick around with the? That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking if maybe because you did bring up madness, and I will admit not having that did not occur to me. It might be worth tapping into this bot that we have right here to get some sort of, if there's any information on what might have happened here, rather than going searching room to room and be surprised by, you know, madness-ridden crew. Well, I'm going to have to, like, I'm going to have to spend some time with this thing. It might be better just to clear real quick so we're not surprised if someone is here. I agree. I mean, so if that's the course you want to take, I am behind you 100%. Yeah, I don't think the service bot's going to turn itself back on, but if, if someone is in here and is not in the right mind, then you know, better, better us find them than them find us. All right, we'll do it. Reggie takes out his weapon. What are you do? We are going to continue down the hallway, uh, scanning... To see whether or not there's um, a wall of scanning, yes. Well, yeah, I mean, so like, not garbage, not like food tubes and stuff, but like random papers. Nash will stop and like pick stuff up. You know, I'm assuming Reggie's going to do the same. Mm -hmm. See if there's like, you know, like a scientific journal, like a hardman book, like where they would be taking notes, observations, like that kind of stuff. You're not out in the hallway here, but the hallway is only three meters long until you get to that door leading into room four. Mm -hmm. Are you going left or right? Uh, I say up to four. Now that, uh, let me just click on this so it's up. So that's the, uh, commons room. Wait. Mm-hmm. Commons, and then what's two? Two is the, uh, control room, the command control room. room. Do we want to check the control room to see if there's any sort of, uh, you know, event horizon style creepy message on any of the recording devices oh good call good call 
All right, let's do that. Okay. I'm going to flip this picture, give you a slightly better one. All right. So you they're moving. Yeah, moving forward cautiously. Um, you know, weapons out. Hades. Oh, nice. Look at that. The detail. Yeah, a little more detail for you there. Okay, so in room two, you see computer bank that stretches all the way around three sides of the room. There are two command chairs sitting there. This room is where, you know, most important mission functions are performed and controlled from. It's in a total state of disarray. There are, there's trash and papers and things knocked over and stuff spilled on the floor. The desktop area is strewn with notes and paper. Um, the, there's some kind of stain on the floor, which is like a, like a blue slime of some kind. And the, the place is just a mess. It, your guess is it looks like there was a fight in here and nobody gave a fuck. Oh, shit. Hmm. Well, this doesn't look good. Well, maybe something got in. Uh, does it look what? like the slime that I saw on the trail where that creature was, or is it different? It could be the same kind of slime. So he, like, he doesn't reach down and touch, like, he goes to reach down and, like, put it on his fingers and, like, rub it together, and then he, like, pulls his hand back up, and he goes... Okay, you see that um, right... And let me see. Okay, where the number two is, Yep. if you move down and to the left, just about a quarter inch, there's a sharp corner. Mm -hmm. All right. What you find is that it looks like something hit that sharp corner because the blue slime starts there and then dripped down to the floor. Okay. Yeah, Reg, I mean, th this could be the same. One of those creatures might have got in here. I mean, it doesn't explain the robot, but... Is there I mean, any obvious, like, okay, so maybe... Oh, in character. All right, so maybe some other point of, of ingress for it then because we didn't see any of this in the airlock. There's only the one way in. Yeah, there's, there's no holes in the dome. I mean, that would indicate some kind of sentience if it worked the the controls. What about unless they the let floor? it in by accident. What about underground through the through the floor? Well, we'll have to sweep and clear. Um, Nash pulls out one of the chairs or like spins the chair around and sits down. You know, pushes some papers and shit off the off the counter and sees if he can boot the computer up. Give me an electronics roll. All right. I will do so, hopefully. Uh, I got a six total. The computer boots up. It has a uh, graphical screen display, and it also has a voice. It introduces yourself. Itself. <laughs> 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 Hello, user. My name is Dan. I am programmed to be helpful. Well, hello, Dan. Uh, my name is Jack. Um, can you run a diagnostics? Can you tell me what's uh, what's been going on here? There has been no communication from Dr. Mentaka or anyone else for several days. I have grown a bit concerned. Well, Dan, that, that's why we're here. We're going to see if we can find him. Um, have there been any anomalous entries? Is there any... A security video that you can show to us. Uh, looks like maybe there was a, a tussle here. I am sorry, but I lack visual sensors. All right. That's not your fault, Dan. It's, it's not the way they made you. 
I have maintained all life support systems. I hope that is in keeping with your will, Jack. Yes, uh, that's excellent. Uh, very, very uh, thoughtful on your part. Did you give it your name? I, well, yeah. I mean, it's okay. the same as Dan. Yeah, but did you give the computer your name? I, I introduced myself. By the it's way, okay. on, on the console, Reggie, you notice a, a, a brand marketing label that says D-A-N, and underneath that it says Dana, Data Analyzing Neuronet. Oh, my God. What? It's a Neuronet. <laughs> that means something, right? No. Okay, so wait. So I, I see that. So that's its name, Dan. And what, what do I know about Data Analyzing Neuronets? You probably don't know much. You know that it's uh, a, a Neuronet is uh, is an extremely advanced type of processor array. That's probably all you know. Oh my god, are we in a hell situation? I mean, you're, you're not a computer guy. No, I'm not. Yeah, Nash knows enough to be dangerous. Like he can like try to fix shit, but doesn't really know. Not like Julio would know. You you know that this is a really advanced computer. It, it might use uh, quantum chips inside. You you don't know, but Neuronets are an attempt to build a soft uh, a hardware emulation that works like a human brain. So in theory Dan should be able to learn um and 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 uh, he has much more personality than your ship. <laughs> are we are we in a hell situation? Nash? I, I don't I mean I don't think so. I mean they could just literally walk out or cut a hole through the side of the dome if need be, right? I mean Well, I mean it's self-healing. Yeah, but if I, yeah, I, it's probably fine. I, I don't think it's, <laughs> it's but, probably fine. Uh, uh, Dan, my, um, line. You know, you know, you know, inspiring confidence. <laughs> well, we're, we're going to try to get some more information, Reg. Let's just yeah, uh, let's right, let's feel it out. I mean, it's everything's in flux, right? Let's it total flux. Let's secure the area. Um, is there any sort of log? Um, let's see, Dan. Can you replay any um, logs? from any of the uh, any of the residents here. I have many logs that were created by Dr. Mentaka. I do not have visual sensors. I am sorry, I didn't catch your name. Oh, um I'm I'm Reggie. Not nice to meet you. Reggie, I must apologize for my inability to comply with your request. I lack visual sensors. However, uh I can help you with anything that the crew members have entered into my database. Well, Dan, we've got a situation where we're trying to find the crew. And I was just curious whether or not um, there was any audio logs uh, within the last maybe four days. Searching the last four days. Oh, and up on the was. display, you see a big list of files that comes up. But the last one entered was two days ago. Uh, Reggie taps that one. Let's play that one. See what it that says. One, that one is titled Participant Research Biochemistry, and the uh, the username attached to it is Dementaka. Okay. Pers Participant Research Biochemistry. Oh. All right. Let's try that one. Can you play that one, Dan? I am sorry. I lack audio sensors. However... I can give you a printout. Would, would you like wonderful. a printout, Reggie? I, I would. Thank you, Dan. And you hear the printer start rolling and pages start coming out. Dan, while this is printing, I wonder, is there a way for me to sort of clone your personality protocols? 
to install on a, say, ship, ship's AI? My personality modules are a custom system built by the DAN systems. However, it may be possible. I am not aware of the skills required, but I am certain that my engineers could assist you with that problem. Reggie turns slowly to Nash. <laughs> I, I think we've, we've got a, like one problem at a time, Reg. All right. No, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Right. We'll worry about Reggie Jr. after the after the fact. You're right. Okay, the printer works extremely fast, and in the one minute you've been talking to Dan, it's printed out about 200 pages. Right, that's oh 200 crap. pages. Um, well, I'm going. You take like a like just skim through, maybe. Maybe just read the last page. <laughs> First and last. That sounds like a good plan. First and last, baby. Okay, um, from Reggie, this will be a brains roll. From Nash, it'll be a brains roll plus electronic skill, and you have to beat six. Five. No. Seven. <laughs> nice. Nash, this is, this is not a transcript. It's not English. It is code. Uh, someone has written 200 pages of computer code that is a participant research biochemistry program. From what you can tell, Mentaka, allegedly, or someone using his login, was trying to create a program that would enable Dan to figure out something about the biochemistry of something. Hmm. Uh, oh, so and by the way, the program appears un, uh, uncompleted. There's some stub code where certain modules never got written. So, Reg, this is like, this is code. Somebody was trying to program Dan to, like, figure out some biochemistry of some organism or something here. I, I mean, it's under Mentaka's name, but, I, I mean, this doesn't rule out the, the, the craziness. Dan, what was the last substance that you were asked to analyze? Dr. Mentaka was interested in something he called a mimic and was assisting me in learning how to break down its biochemistry in order to understand its properties. How far did you get? I am sorry, Reggie. The program was never completed, and Dr. Mentaka has aborted. I am not sure where he has gone. Did he provide a reason for the abortion? I mean, for... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, well, you know what? Dan has no sense of irony, and okay. he answers your question straight. That's totally unintentional. I am sorry, Reggie. Dr. Mentaka left abruptly in the middle of coding module 694270. And if you look at the page, that's the very last module. It looks like he, he was in the middle of a, of a while loop, and he stopped programming. Um, give me a brains roll, both of you. Yeah, I was going to say, is there a way to... Come on. Three. No. Six. Boom. Killing okay. it. Uh, Nash, looking at looking at the way this guy wrote his code, it looks like he tended to start the loop, close the loop, and then go in and fill in the stub code in the middle. Okay. But this loop was never closed. And that breaks his pattern. And that makes you think he was interrupted. Uh, Reg, I, look, the, the pattern is weird on here. I, I mean, look, he starts, it closes it. Goes back, fills in all the other stuff. I mean, I don't know what it all means, but like, look at this one here. Like, it just never it was never finished. So, 
like he was maybe somebody interrupted, maybe something happened. I mean, we have the blue goo here. Is there any, Dan, is there any video surveillance at all within the Vidome? There is a Tri-D unit in the commons room in which some of the crew members would play entertainment and film themselves for posterity's sake and to upload to the Earth net. As far as I, as far as I know, those transmissions were never completed. However, you may find what you seek there. All right. I, well, you can't play them. All you have no, you have no visual sensors. Right. Okay. I am okay. sorry, Reggie. I lack visual sensors. Uh, I am. I am sorry for uh, that slipping my mind. I. We will certainly check them out in the commons room. Um, Dan, is there? Does there happen to be a personal log for the doctor that we could access? Doctor Mantaka did not keep a personal log, but I do have some of his notes. Most of them seemed concerned with the identity of a creature he called the Mimic. Hmm. I can show them to you. Yes, please. Reg, I don't like the sound of this Mimic. No, me neither. (laughs) Okay, um, once again, he he prints out like 50 pages of material. You have to sit there and read this stuff for a little while. Um, And there's a whole lot of scientific jargon in here, so we'll need brains rolls. All right. Gladly. Ooh, five. finally fell apart. I got a three. Five for Reggie. Reggie got a five. Well, Reggie, you, you found one page where you go, oh, no, it's, this is, this is I think, what, uh, what he means. There's a note where Mentaka's writing apparently to himself, and he says, Mimic can assimilate or approximate any form. And then it says, dash, human form? Question mark. Okay, now let's take a look at this. Yeah, what do you got? Okay, he determined that the mimic can take any form, but didn't know whether or not it could take human form, is how I'm reading that. Fuck, that's not good. That's not good. Even if we find them, we didn't, we're not going to know if it's them. And what if the thing can, like, take over one creature and then create a, a, a bud or a clone? I mean, we don't, we don't know anything about this. I mean non-sentient creature you know the things here could be all this mimic oh my god all the same mimic all right we can't can't get ahead of ourselves here we've got to um unless you have any more questions we should probably secure the let's let's head to room four let's head to the commons room check out some of that audio video yeah, last question, Dan. Did, did he enter any uh, physical samples, tissue samples, anything of that nature? I have some samples of its DNA, as well as some potential theories as to its ability to mimic alternate forms. Unfortunately, Dr. Mentaka never completed the program that would enable me to analyze these samples. What he's telling you is that he doesn't have any physical samples. He has data on samples. Okay. All right. Um... I mean, would would we have like th- thumb drives as like part of our kit to like transfer data, or is this something that could be like swiped to a PDA kind of thing where we get copies of the data? Like, I don't want to carry around like eight thousand pages of paper. Yeah, it's just neither of you has a has a pro programmer's kit, so probably not. Mm, okay, it's the one thing we didn't bring. Well, fuck. <laughs> I mean, Dan is here, so, I mean, we can always, I mean, if we f- find something, maybe one of the other guys had, you know, one of the 
crew members maybe had something. And then, is there anyone currently in the Vidome right now besides us? I am sorry, Reggie. I lack visual sensors. However, to the best of my knowledge, no one has utilized any of my life support systems for at least 52 hours. You know, Reg, you're going to make himself conscious. He keeps telling you he can't see anything. Right, but, like, I guess I just... Maybe I'm asking the wrong questions. I was trying... He's got to... I mean, there's sensors. He can hear, clearly. That's true. That's true. I'll just... I'll, I'll stop asking. I understand. All right. I understand the gist of your question, Reggie. And my sensors have picked up no human voices for at least the last 52 hours. I have been given no commands, neither vocally nor via my input uh, well, console. Then, I apologize if it seemed as though I was trying to ask a question more than one way. I sympathize, Reggie. A lack of information can seem frustrating. I am going to rip your personality and install it on my own ship. <laughs> it's oddly prophetic, though. It is. Perhaps it is. <laughs> <laughs> I am still intent on doing it. <laughs> Let's go before I <laughs> say any more things. <laughs> I look on the way, right? Let's clear. Let's clear the bathroom, hmm. and then and then check out the common room, and then we'll just sweep back around to the control room. Got okay. It. The uh, the waste room is used for all sorts of waste elimination, both organic and inorganic. So this is not only the toilet, but also the garbage disposal unit. Okay. Uh, the necessities here include a commode and a disposal bin for refuse. Uh, both of which flush down into a, a matter tank below the floor. Uh, and from what you were told earlier, that must feed into the recycling systems, which is used to provide organic material for the Viber 5 to heal itself. Ooh. Okay. Uh, nobody in there, nothing, um, no, no blue goo on the walls, nothing that seems out of place, so to speak, given the circumstances. Nope. The, uh, the, door to the waste unit faces the airlock and that was where the bot was standing when it first came hurtling toward you but other than that no okay all right well let's go check the common room let's still uh, we'll turn the cushions we'll check the video let's do it okay the commons room is a total disaster oh boy. there are games and discs and programs and papers and reading materials and personal items littering the floor. There is a bookshelf which has been collapsed and a plank of wood laying on the floor behind the couch next to the doorway out to the hallway there. Okay. Over at uh, point B, there is a large holographic Tri-D player facing the couch. And uh, at the far right side next to the door, there is a, uh, a mechanical galley which can synthesize a large variety of uh, nutritional meals. All right. All right. Well, uh, I mean, the place is a fucking mess. Let's uh, let's check the video first. Let's see uh, letters home. I don't mm. know. Let's see what we can find. Okay. Um, brains rolls, both of you. Oh, yes. Five again. Five. Okay. As you're walking past the couch, you notice something sticking out from beneath it. Upon closer investigation, it is an empty bottle which once contained whiskey. Hmm. Huh. 
Somebody got drunk in here. Lucky them. Okay, so we're searching the data disks and turning on the Tri-D player? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, there is a disk in the player right now. Uh, Nash, Ooh. pull that one up first. <laughs> All right. This, uh, it seems to be a slideshow. It's a holographic slideshow that projects itself out in the middle of the room. Um, you see a team of four people waving outside of the Vidome. You see them posing inside of the Vidome, giving thumbs up and smiling at the camera. Then you see uh, a couple pictures uh, focusing on the guy who seems to be the leader of the team, given his insignia differs from the rest. He is a tall man with dark hair, a beard and a mustache, short beard and mustache. Uh, his suit, his name tag reads D. Mentaka. And there are quite a few shots of him playing in the commons room with a dog. Oh, Reg. Oh, my God. That thing looked like a dog, but Jeez. it wasn't a dog. No. Oh, God. Fuck. Oh, we got to clear the rest of the place. All right, well, let's, let's, let's finish the rest of this disc here and see what else is on here. All right. The rest of the images don't seem to give any information that you don't already have. It's, it's pictures of the crew goofing around. They all seem to be in good spirits. Uh, it looks like they were taking a little slideshow to send back home. <laughs> okay. Most of the other data is just entertainment. It's it's popular movies and music. Well, that's a dead end. Um, you probably that probably took at least an hour to go through all this shit. Okay. Um, so we continue to the right from four to six. Okay. Number six is uh, the door does not slide open. There's a slot for your ident card. Hmm. So he like walks up and waits for it to slide and it doesn't. Oh, uh, shit. Swipes the card. <laughs> Swipe the card. Uh, this is the storage room. Uh, inside, there are three large shelving units. They contain cans, crates, cartons of all shapes and sizes. Um, do we go through them? Um, I, at least a cursory glance. I'm assuming it's like food and supplies, extra tools. Most of it is labeled, yeah, it looks like uh, pre-processed food. Uh, there's, some, uh, there's some test equipment, industrial-grade chemicals, cleansers, tools, assorted supplies, and uh, a water-fueled um, microfusion reactor, which is apparently the power source for the dome. Hmm. Okay. And by the way, that, that reactor looks about half empty. Would we know, like, what's the typical span for something like that? I mean, does that seem appropriate for the amount of time that they've been here? Mm, give me brains rolls. All right. Eat a four. I got a four. I got a six. Uh, Reggie, you have dealt with this exact model before. Oh, my God. Um, these are, these are water-fueled, and all you got to do is put one liter of water every 10 days. So that's about right. All right. That's about right. I mean, you want, we should probably throw some more water in now, right, before we forget. Oh, yeah. Reggie does. Chances are the bot was taking care of that. Hmm. All right. Well, then where's the bot? Well, the I bot's not taking care back. of anything now. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the flailing arm bot. 
Uh, but there is distilled water among the foodstuffs. All right. I suppose that's good. That's better than anything. Better yeah. than nothing. So we're refilling the reactor? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You have refilled the reactor. All right, cool. Is is there like a um, like a clipboard or anything that shows that like what all of the supplies are in the room? Is there some sort of like there is uh, there's registry? A, there's a registry. Um, it's a it's a tablet that's sitting on a shelf right next to the door, and uh, this is a, you've seen a copy of this printed out in the hallway earlier. It's the the resources list. A lot of stuff has been crossed off. Okay. Um, there's there's one thing that uh, that you don't recognize because um, you guys aren't like scientists or whatever, and uh, it's called non-Helene. Hmm. Or, uh, it like shows it to Reggie. He's like, you know what the hell this is? Oh my god, no idea. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there's. What I do. There there were originally ten cc's of non-Helene, so w- whatever it is, it's it's extremely potent because it didn't take much. Um, two CCs have been used. Go ahead and give me brains rolls. All right. Ooh, not me. One out of two. Oh, a four. <laughs> oh, this stuff over here, says Reggie. There's a container on one of the shelves, shelf D, right where the letter D is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's labeled non-Helene. Oh. And it looks like there's about... Six cc's in here. Okay, originally there were ten. Two were used. Now there's six. That's weird. That's a little odd. Yeah, by the way, little skull and crossbones on the label. Okay. Oh, God. What the hell do we even have to go on at this point? I don't know. Um, I tell you what, though. Let's, let's put this on a different shelf in case something comes back. Back here looking for it. All right. No, that's In a fact, good idea. let's take it out of this room altogether and put it somewhere else. I loved it. Where? Uh, he is just gonna. He's just holding it right now. Uh, Nash's thought at this point is to take it into it's the a, next room, which would be it's a small bottle. It's like oh, I don't know. It's like the can, uh, the size of it, like a, like a can of canned vegetables. It's about that big. How? Durable, does it seem? Uh, very. This stuff is apparently highly poisonous, and so it's in a high-quality container. Uh, you want to just keep it with us? I mean, maybe this is going to be super useful. Hurt for now. All right, all right. Here, stick it in the stick it in my pack. Reggie sticks it in his pack. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, that doesn't come back to bite us. Nah, never. Are there syringes next to the bottle on the shelf? Nope. Okay. Does it look like it would take a syringe in the top of the bottle or no? No. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, all right. I mean, everything here, I mean, checks out. I mean, he, he like just scrolls through the, you know, through the tablet. I mean, it's all standard stuff except for this stuff. Yeah, this is wait, out of our depth. I, you know, again, I, I think, you know, they're... This X investments, they're 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 they operate on this. We're not going to give you all the information. This seems more like they knew what was here, and planned on using it, weaponizing it. I mean, 
you, you told us before we left that you, you found that article about them, you know, being sheltered by the government, safe prosecution. I mean, this yeah. they could be trying to trade this shit in. Oh, shit. Right? Uh, I mean, this does well, not look like resource collection to me. No. 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 This is definitely manufactured on Earth and with the printed label and everything. Well, no, I'm saying like the, 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 it presents in such a way that in Nash's mind anyway, they knew maybe something was here and that they wanted to test it because his notes are all and the code all relate to this creature, oh, which gosh. they probably didn't find in the last two days. Nope. So this is Nash's, Nash's working theory right now anyway. Uh-huh. It's up good to theory as any. Um, fuck. All right. Well, look, the, this room checks out. Let's go. Let's go check out the bunks. Let's check their personal gear. Look for any personal journals, anything like that, maybe. Mm. And then uh, we'll, we'll see if we can't reactivate that bot. Okay. Into the bunk room. Uh, this room contains five military bunks. Um, assorted personal effects, not a whole hell of a lot, but the crew's personal effects are all in here, mostly stored under their bunks. Um, there is a cleansing stall, otherwise known as a shower. It doesn't work like a shower. Um, un- uh, unlike the uh, the command room and the commons room, this, this place seems to be in, in neat order. All the, all the bunks are made, nothing broken or strewn about. Hmm. Just the cruise, the cruise equipment, and and some some notes like little PDAs on the on the stand next to one of the beds. Uh, you want the PDA? Do you want to go through the gear? Uh, maybe I'll go through the gear. You have the electronics expertise, no? Uh, not expertise, I wouldn't say, but uh, okay. Oh, sure. I would say I would say you are an expert, definitely. I'll root around through all of this shit. All right. That's where I belong. <laughs> okay, no, so Nash. <laughs> Nash, looking through the PDA. Yes. You are, uh, this seems to be notes made by one of the crew members. It's detailing, uh, it's like a little journal or diary of their time here. It only goes for about a day and a half. But right at the beginning, uh, and it's it's addressed to mom, Um Right at the beginning, it describes how the ship suffered damage upon planet fall, and they were unable to repair the vessel. Hmm. It then goes on to talk about how spooky it is here, and that you're constantly seeing things. Um, there were a couple incidences where uh, somebody almost got shot because someone else was unsure whether they were seeing an optical illusion or a real person. But luckily, uh, we realized in time that, that that was just one of our crew members uh the food is terrible but dan is nice he just needs work on his um on his culinary skills and uh and then they it it talks about how they watch some movies and dr mentaka is running most of his research alone there doesn't seem to be much for the crew to do so we spend most of our time in the commons room watching videos it says there is nothing oh and then it just stops there is nothing in there that says anything about any mimics. Hmm. Look, Rich, Rich, look, look at this. They knew. He knew. Yep. They were here for a specific. The crew didn't even know. They weren't even helping him with anything. 
Oh, God. This is a hell of a level. Meanwhile, Reggie has found uh, four slip suits, a bunch of personal effects, just random stuff. You know, there's some there's some jewelry and um, uh, PDA games and um, just, you know, clothing and personal effects. In the closet, you find a ballistic vest, and inside the vest, you find four tabs of Zoom Zoom. <laughs> And that's really it. I mean, it's just like, you know, PDAs and games and people's clothing. Do you take the Zoom Zoom? Do I take the Zoom Zoom? Do you do you remove the Zoom Zoom <laughs> from its present location oh. and place it upon your person? <laughs> or do you even mention it? I mean, I know that's not your drug of choice, so. No, it isn't. But it is my drug of choice when I wish to sedate someone. <laughs> <laughs> I think I take. Well, it's, it's actually an amphetamine. Yeah, you you oh, kept right, chip yes. all hyped up to, to balance them out. To balance, <laughs> you need to be balanced, and I'm rubbing it on their gums. Um, yeah, it had a sedative effect on uh, on Chip because his mental state was fucked up already. Oh god. Um, yeah, I take the zoom zoom. Okay. So you mean you take the zoom? <laughs> 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 Not yet. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I, I, hang on, been... hang on, just a few seconds here. I got to let a cat out. Yep. Damn. This is what the fuck. Look, I, we've got a pretty good working theory. I I think they sent Mendaka here, knowing. Yeah. That there was something going on. They clearly are not searching for any artifacts. They're not searching for any resources, at okay, least by it. everything that we can see. Mm. So we have to assume that anything that we see is going to be potentially hostile and not what it seems to be. I mean, I don't mm. know how we figure out. I was what? certain that this was going to be a different experience <laughs> with X investments. I mean, this seems to be their operating procedure. I mean, this is something we're going to have to let Bento know. They just send people off on a whim. Well, if this is how they do business, this is not something that I want to be part of necessarily. No, definitely not. I, no, I don't appreciate being lied to. not under these conditions now. I mean, had we known that, maybe we would have loaded out a little differently. I think so. But approach it differently, sure. Well, be that as it may, we are where we are. Let's, let's see if we can't get that uh, that bot started back up again. Yep, let's see what he's got to say. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is going to be Nash making an electronics roll, and it's, yep. you got to beat a six here. All right. Do we want to take its arms off first? Uh, is it really like aid in any way? Like without having any sort of skill in this, something like this? Mm. Probably not. Hand mm. me that wrench. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. <laughs> I have found a wrench and I am handing it to you. <laughs> um, I removed I, the arms. <laughs> well, so are the arms easily removed or would that be another check? That would be another check, but not electronics. That's mechanical. Yes, I don't have that. All right, so he he just tries to like dick around with it and see if he can't get it turned on and a like boot it up in a safe mode like a hard restart. Reggie restrains the arms. All right. Oh, 
the one that landed in the box is a six. Nice. Oh, so the other one's a six as well. So I got a seven total. Nice. Okay, Nash, that is a yes and. You do manage to boot it up. Tell me what the and is. Uh, let's see. So it boots up in safe mode. It's fully functional and responsive. It is fully functional and responsive, and it tries moving its arms immediately and saying, identify, identify. <laughs> that, uh, uh, you're not going anywhere. No. <laughs> my name is Nash. Uh, we need you to calm down. Is okay, there like a spot for like the card? Reggie, I need a might roll from you. Oh, God. You can add athletics to this. You got to beat a four. Okay, it's a four. Uh, three is my highest, plus two is five. Okay, you are just barely managing to keep its arms at its sides. It is trying hard. No, stay still. I'm, it just I'm keeps gonna... saying, identify, identify, and whirling its head around and around and around. Reggie, Aloysius, Carlisle. Does it have like a sensor for the for the uh, ident card? Uh, it does. It has uh, a, a little scanner unit in front. So, so as it's like spinning around, Nash is like trying to hold the card, and he's like moving it all around. <laughs> and damn it! As soon as you put your card in front of the sensor, it stops saying "identify" and stops spinning around. Oh God! Uh, do okay, you Reg, have... you can you can relax now, Reg. <laughs> yes. Oh. Do you have an ID? Is is can you communicate? Are you calm? Uh. A bunch of garbled noises. It sounds like an old-fashioned modem. Fucking dial up. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is not helpful at all. Uh, he he kneels. So like he starts to go over it. Does it look like it? You know, somebody does it have a big dent in it. Does it have like a cracked sensor? Is there anything that's physically wrong with it? Uh, brains rolls from both of you. All right. You God don't really have it. skills for this. Five. I got a six. The other one went in the trash. It's not going to get better than a six, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you, you really have no skills that would apply to this situation, but you're pretty sure that this is not normal. This thing is messed up. But it doesn't look like someone beat the crap out of it. It was really what he was like looking... No, it doesn't. It it does have... Oh, here's something that you notice. It looks like there's a screw missing from the access panel on the back of its head. Huh. Ooh. Um, all right. So he, he sidles up around behind it. And there's only one, one screw holding it closed. He uh, he looks around for like a, uh, a screwdriver or a butter knife or something so he can... <laughs> Take the other screw out of the out of the plate. You saw all sorts of tools back in the storage room. Uh, Reg, uh, can you grab me a like a screwdriver real quick? Uh, sure. See, it hand me that off. screwdriver. Yeah. There it is. Oh, I found it. Here you go. <laughs> cool. All right. it, it's missing a screw. Somebody messed messed around with the with the fucking insides of this thing. Oh my god, screwless Joe Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> So he, he unscrews it, takes the plate off, and like takes a peek inside to see whether or not something's obviously unplugged or crossed. If he's like tracing colored wires or whatever. Okay, you open up the screw. That you open up the panel. You look inside. There's a bunch of circuitry. There are a couple little electrical units. There's uh, you know a motherboard, and uh, here you can give me an electronics roll. Okay. Uh, seven. 
Okay, this is going to be a yes and. You can. Uh, there are no obvious signs of it of it being messed with. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you what the end is. All right. Uh, you notice that there's a there's a slot on the motherboard where you think there should be a chip, but it's not there. Huh. What? So, like, so he's, like, trying to, like, pull the wires out of the way. And he's like, see that slot in there? There, there should be, I, I'm pretty sure there should be a card in there. But but somebody, somebody yanked it. Man, I've, oh god! I, I think that's now. There's, al- there's also a data input port, so like if you wanted to hook this machine up to another machine, you could transfer data back and forth. All right. I, I mean, we could try to plug this thing into Dan and see if Dan could maybe read it or or download the contents. I mean, because I don't I don't think it's corrupted. I think it's just it's missing it, it's missing something. It needs to function. Mm. All right. Um, hmm. I, let's let's just push it. I mean, it's not flailing around. We'll just push it over. Okay. So we push it into the command room. Hell yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. Up, right. up towards the console and start looking yep. around to see if there's any transfer wires. You know, fire wire cable or whatever. Yeah. Dan has got uh, input ports of various different types, and in the storage room, there's cables of all different types. Ooh. Montage of us like looking through box after box. Does it look like this one? Finding the right cable. (laughs) Okay, you eventually find the right cable and you manage to hook the bot up to Dan. And Dan says, I see that you have connected me to the SBOT E23 service bot. Yeah, Dan, it, it, it seems like someone possibly removed the chip off the motherboard. We're wondering if you might be able to read whatever information is. Um, viable on here still. I shall try, Jack. Well, thank you, Dan. <laughs> and you see a bunch of lights bleeding and a bunch of data scrolling up Dan's screen. And then Dan says, Oh my, this bot is completely inoperable. It seems to be missing its major processing module. And in its place, I am sorry, I cannot identify the syntax of this data. It seems to have been scrambled. Huh. Another dead end. Can you can you copy that data, Dan? Even if you're unable to process it yourself? I would be happy to create a backup of that data in a submodule for you. Uh please and uh protect that so that you are at no risk yourself. Uh Dan says I am creating a sandbox virtual machine. I am now copying the data. Most of this data is completely illegible to me. It appears to have been deliberately scrambled, Jack. Well, I don't like the sound of that, Dan, if I can be honest. (laughs) Near the end, there is one file that appears to have been encrypted using a different algorithm. Huh. Can you make heads or tails of it? I am not programmed to do encryption. Okay. No, that's okay. As long as we have copies, we can uh, can get somebody to look at it. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Um... I guess we'll deactivate this thing. It's not going to be any good to anybody. I am sorry, Jack. Unless the functioning module is replaced in the machine, there is little I can do. No, I I understand. Uh, You've been immensely helpful so far, Dan. Thank you. I am programmed to be friendly and helpful. (laughs) 
Well, they they did a great job. Bet you are. <laughs> uh, if there's nothing else you can pull from this machine, we're going to disconnect it and just disable it, I guess, for now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dan has a copy of everything that was in the service bot's head. All right. Cool. Um, I guess they wheel it back out on the hallway uh, in case whatever it is comes back at least sees that it's in its former position. Um, oh shit, uh, Reggie, pull pull up the the pull up the drone. Fuck, we should have brought that thing in here. It's sitting outside it's, in that fucking yeah. morass. But, right, Reggie. Reggie does it. See if there's anything lurking around outside. You see a bunch of swirling blue and green mist. The drone does seem to be functioning still. It's just circling the area because you never gave it any other instructions. Yeah. Um, uh, direct that thing back in here. Let, let's get it in the, in, the, uh, in the airlock and at least decontaminate it real quick before we send it back out. Reggie, doing that? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we'd technically have to go open the door, but... Uh, you would, yeah. All right, so so Nash goes out to uh, open the outer airlock. Gun at the ready. Oh, yes. Okay, so you enter the airlock. The door slides shut behind you. Are both of you together or just Jack? We're not splitting up, are we? Well, I mean, we're in the same... I mean, you come. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I'll go. Okay, the inner door slides shut behind you. Um, the uh, You hear hissing sounds. The atmosphere gets a little bit looser. You feel your suit sort of pull away from your skin just a little bit as the atmospheric pressure decreases slightly. And then that takes about three seconds. And then the outer doors slide open and this weird blue-green mist sort of rolls into the airlock. I'm assuming the drone flies in. You call the drone. The drone comes flying in. Now it's hovering in the air between you. Okay, we close the outer door. Out there in the distance, you think you see something moving between two trees. It's a dark shadow, maybe man-sized. Reggie, did you see that? Yep, I saw that. I didn't like that at all. I, I mean, the question is, did we see it, I guess? Oh. I mean, I, I'd like to believe we did see that. <laughs> um, can we have the, the the computer scan the area to see if there's movement outside? Yeah, you want to get radio communication with Regulus? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Reggie Jr., are you there? Hello. Uh, did you ask it to call you Reggie, or did you tell it? I didn't tell it. Otherwise, it's, it's just going to call you Mr. Carlisle. Ooh, okay. Um, hello, Mr. Carlisle. Oh, hello, Reggie Jr. I was wondering if you could do uh, a scan of the area and tell me about any movement or and or life forms that you may or may not see. Scanning area now. And you wait a few seconds. <laughs> no data returned. There are no life forms within 100 meters. All right. I think we just have to assume we're seeing things in the swirling mist. Well, yeah. That's, I mean, that's what I wonder. For the time being, anyway... Um, I mean, I'm, I'm wondering if we get an upstream to, uh, to Bento. I mean, I don't know how far we want to wander. I mean, the ship is atmospheric. I mean, we could take the ship out or we could just send the drone on a circling pattern to see. Uh, like a higher vantage point. Or a lower, right? I mean, too high and it's not going to see anything. Uh, right. Yes, 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 yes. 
I mean, those are our two options right now. I'm 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 not too keen on just no fucking tooling around through the woods here. I mean, neither. Oh my god. Um, jeez, I don't know. I mean, if we're gonna go find, I mean, do, do we just ride the Viper Six around? Well, I mean, I, it can. I mean, we can use the radar, so potentially we can find something. Maybe. I don't think we're going to see anything if we're just looking at the windscreen, right? I mean, the atmosphere is foobar. All right. Well, then let's do it. The atmosphere, are the outer doors still open or are you closing them? Uh, as he calls to Reggie Jr. and Reggie Jr. makes the scan, I, I think we probably close it when he says there's no movement. Okay. And then decontaminate the drone real quick. And the decontamination procedure uh, initiates... There is a change in pressure. You feel the pressure increase a little bit. The blue and green stuff is sucked out of the room. The air pressure changes. You hear these hissing noises, and then you're both sprayed with something. Ugh. And as you are sprayed with something, the drone emits a static electricity sound, and then there's a shock of electricity comes out of it, and it falls to the ground. Ah. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> That's my fault. That's my fault. No, 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 no. We're up against it. We're up against it. I just thought if we decontaminate, it lasted a little longer. Ah, son of a bitch. No, well, I guess we're stuck with uh, Reggie Jr. now. I well, maybe I, could, maybe I could maybe I could, fix it. You might be able to fix it. No, I, I, I believe in you. Spot. I believe in you. Well, I appreciate that, Reggie. <laughs> so, we, like, Picks it up off the ground. He's like, all right, well, let's take it in and let me take a look at it. All right. We take it in. <laughs> okay. Um, quick brains rolls from both of you. Uh, I got a five. Oof. Four? All right. On your way back in, you notice a small um, covered, uh, there's a plate covering an input valve, and it's labeled non-Helene input. Hmm. Now, what the hell does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. That's that deadly chemical you found in the storage room. You just put two and two together. Oh, nonaline is the stuff that you get sprayed with when you're decontaminated. And apparently it just busted your drone. Oh, fuck. Huh. All right, well, we know where this stuff's going then. I guess it kills whatever potential shit is in the atmosphere. Oh, yeah, yeah little, little skull and crossbones out. embossed on the plate. Have yeah. him wipe out half the population of Boston. Well, I, shit. I mean, I don't know. The gums up all in the. Let me see. Let's let's see if we can get it wiped down. I, I, I might be able to salvage this still. I don't know. Brains roll again. Yep. Electronics this time, or is this to figure out if I can actually fix it? Uh, this is just brains from both of you. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, five again. Four. Okay, Nash, you're actually unsure whether you should touch the drone with human skin. Mm, okay, yeah. You don't know how toxic nonaline is, but both were marked with, both the canister and the panel are marked with the skull and crossbones, and it's poisonous enough that it's used for the decontamination in the airlock system. Night. So if there's any residue of it left on the drone, it could hurt you. Alright. So he you know, he's like got it in his gloved hands and he's like, ah fuck. Uh 
Yeah, I, I can't do this work with... Nah, pop the door. I'm just going to toss it outside. <laughs> All right. You pop the door open. You toss the drone outside. And once again, you think you see something this time quite large, like a long snake-like thing winding between the trees about 100 meters away. Oh, boy. What the fuck? And we're going to flip the camera back to your shocked faces staring out into the blurry darkness as we fade to black and say, to be continued. Nice. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Seeing things, (laughs) actual things that are there, this is going to end poorly. (laughs) Sweet. Oh, God. Well, I I fucked this strong. You what? No, no, you didn't. This is all going perfectly according to plan. (laughs) (laughs) There's something so humorous about the image of of Nash just tossing this drone out into the (laughs) fucking weird environment. Weird soupy um, air that is drear. (laughs) Just hits the ground and rolls against a little bank of blue moss. I, I want to say, like, as it comes to a rest, like, the camera, like, spurts back on for a minute, and you see a shape, like, move past it before it fucking works out. <laughs> that one was real. That one was real. <laughs> and we'll never know. Yep. <laughs> Shit. All right, cool. There you go, well, guys. Thank you for running. Thank you awesome. very much for running. It was great. Always look forward to it. Have to ponder on this. And, yeah, this is. Uh, this would have been a good Halloween episode. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to go searching for them, but. <laughs> well, I, you know, I mean, due diligence. We. Uh, oh yeah, we. Yeah, it sounds like they're all to. dead, and yep. they didn't tell us all the story. So. <laughs> no, nope. exactly. That's bottom line. Here was like, yeah, remember that thing we said X invest. Oh my god, you just went mute. You're muted. He muted himself. There what you go. I say? What was the last thing? How did that happen? I don't know. He said, remember that thing we said? X invest. Oh yeah, the thing we said that X Investments was going to do? Well, they did it. They went ahead and they did it. Yeah. I think probably we get an upstream to Bento then and, and give him the heads up on yeah what's happening. That's probably best. I mean, we could just wait in the dome for something to return. <laughs> something. <laughs> John, I can see on your shirt, it says, if you can read this, but then I can't read the rest of it. You can read this. I failed my stealth check. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wondering all night because all I can see is if you can read oh. this. I'm like, Well, yeah, I can read that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good shirt. If you can read this and just nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. All right, awesome. We'll have to pick you up next time on, yep. the, on the misty planet of Drear. Awesome. Uh, and thank you guys for, for shifting the day around to uh, a week early. Oh, oh yeah. It's going to be five weeks till the next one. Yeah, be a little bit longer. This has been our most consistent game so far. <laughs> well, Recently. I'm blast. <laughs> yeah. Cool. It's a nice tight chip with, with just two players. So <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And there's less moving parts, right? There's just the three of us that have to schedule. (laughs) Yeah. 
I actually, I actually prefer the fewer players, the more I like it. Actually, I'm, I'm in, I'm the same way. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely good. I mean, everybody gets a, a good amount of time. Yeah, exactly. Especially in this game, because just so often I'm, I'm like asking you, what's the end, or what, how do you feel, or what's your input on that. And if there's, or especially, especially when you're playing the narrative version of this game and the players are throwing their ideas out at you, it's just, if there's more than three players, it's crazy making, right? Mm -hmm. It's hard to, hard to do a good job of getting into their heads when you've got a lot of heads. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Yeah. All right, guys. That's it for me. All right. Thanks, Todd. I'm out of here. You have a good night. Take it easy. All right, everybody. We want to thank you for checking this out again. You could uh, check out our sponsors as well. Birds of a feather coffee and thing 12 games. There's links in the show notes for those. If you use code legends, 10, you're going to get 10% off your order. Uh, uh, ratings and reviews on iTunes or whatever your pod catcher of choices is phenomenal. Helps us out a bunch. Uh, fixes us in the algorithm, gets uh, people looking at the show. Uh, John also has his own podcast, Tales of Blood and Stone. So T-O-B-A-S dot com or Blurberry, I don't know. Yeah, Blurberry. Yeah, it's at, at T-O-B-A-S-P-O-D <laughs> on the Twitter and all that stuff's there. Yeah. Check that out too, please. That's a Shadow of a Demon Lord podcast. It's pretty dark. It's pretty really dark. good. Nice, tight crew. We have fun. <laughs> Evil fun. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.